Hi, I'm Catherine. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. And you're here at the Firewalker Podcast. The Firewalker Podcast is a place where we come together to share stories. Stories that have shaped us into who we are. Nobody walks through a fire and comes out unchanged. Together in the community, here, this is where we're going to share them. Yeah. So thank you for being here today with us. If you haven't already, I don't know if you know this, but you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell us exactly what you think. Please don't hold back. Uh, we've had a lot of great information already in our six episodes. And if you've heard anything that's helped you in any way, um, or you found value, or it's resonated with you, please share it with your friends, because it could maybe possibly change their life. So welcome to episode seven. Yeah, baby! Fun fact. Fun fact. Most podcasters give up before seven episodes. Not us. So here we are. Here we are. So you're at least getting seven. Yeah. And soon to be 17,000. Oh, of course. Easy. I mean, if I do that math, it's not soon, but yeah. The rate we're rolling. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're on episode seven. Yeah. Um, again, share these episodes, you guys. We've had yeah. a lot of really good stuff. Yes. Um, today, we are going to talk about scarcity and abundance. Yeah. Um, don't know if that has been in your guys' heads lately, but it sure as hell has been in mine. Elizabeth. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So the other day, kind of what, like how this originated in in thoughts and like where I really seen it saw it show up. Um, I just felt like everything I was touching was just like I don't have enough money. I don't have enough like love or whatever. I don't have enough. All the things were not enough. I didn't have enough grocery money. I didn't have enough time in my day. I didn't have all the things were just like rolling into this like scarcity mindset, kind of like a snowball effect. And I just remember almost like a, like a aha, like an awakening in a way where it, it was a, it was a gentle thought. Like I practiced a lot of self-compassion. So I felt like when that moment came and that like awareness arose, it was this like, wait, all you need to do is switch your thinking. If I turn the tables, I have more than enough money. I have more than enough love. I, I, I mean, it snowballs in the exact opposite direction of the scarcity. And that's how it came to, to be. And like, hey, should we podcast about it? Of course it? we should. Can we talk about it? Of course. Great, let's do it. Yeah, so you brought that up and then I kind of sat with it. Um, and the first thing that came to mind was, uh, it actually revolves around money. Oh, damn. I know. <sighs> I know. Bitch. Um, but it comes down to, so when money is not uh, a point of stress at home for us, uh, we don't seem to pick things apart as much. So good example. Uh, our kids are very busy and uh, they spend a lot of money on extracurriculars, but the main suck is dance. <laughs> and you're going to know this soon because you're a cheer, oh, cheer I, mom now. I know. I know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah my daughter. Yeah. Are you buying them fucking yeah, $50 bows and shit? Oh, oh. <laughs> ouch. Yeah. Ouch. So, yeah. So when I was thinking about it, first thing that came to mind was dance. 
And when things are good, we fucking love dance. We think it's the best thing ever for our kids. They're happy. Yeah. We think of all the positives. Um, you know, they're so organized. They're so time sensitive. Uh, they are, you know, motivated and it's athletic. They're building right. muscle. Their muscle memories. They they're... can stand on a stage and yeah. not feel nervous. All of these things, and we can praise it. And it's the best fucking thing ever. But the minute money is tight in our house, dance is the fucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, we pick apart, okay, let's be honest, my husband picks it up apart a little bit more than I do, but I definitely get in on it. And it's, you know, this teacher did that. We're unhappy with this. She's tired. They're overworked. Um, they're being robbed of this. And it's all negative, but it really is just like whatever frame of mind we are in. And that has nothing to do with dance. Like, our money situation has nothing to do with what they are receiving there, but it's just where our heads are in the moment. I, I could not agree more. And that's, excuse me, like, it comes to mind where like nothing physically changes. No. Like the money number is still the same. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a difference between budgeting and, you know, not and having right. that like you know, what you physically can control mm -hmm. versus what you cannot. I right. feel like when the scarcity is there, it becomes this like uncontrollable mm -hmm. thing, like this like uh, pit of despair. Yeah. You'll never ever, like, uh, like dance is the devil. Mm -hmm. Like that, it, it doesn't land in this like, okay, like, it's expensive yet. Like, it doesn't have an like, in-between. We know every year when we sign that contract what the price is yeah. and how much we're spending. And, like, we accept that and we're fine with it, but we don't get negative about it until it's, like, an inconvenience <laughs> for us. You know, okay, well, we're not going out to eat as much this month because we got to buy some fucking costumes. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you bring that up, it, like, did bring to mind, like, this, like, hey, like, this is wrapped around money, because where I really felt it was, it was a, it was, like, a stress on money. Like, that was where this, like, scarcity mindset, because I had a big expense coming up. I had also, I feel like any day now, living in Arizona, my AC is going to go out. And my house is so hot right now. It's, I know, yuck, but... I felt you like might want to get it like pressure. tuned. I have. Oh, okay. Like, warranty people have been there three different times. Oh it's like we were just nursing that bad boy, like <laughs> just get to September. But I did feel like these, like a daughter is getting braces that like I really want to pay for. Like I have, like just these things have come up that it, it did like kind of that again, that snowball effect mm -hmm. of like I don't have enough. And that's the scarcity mindset that really was triggering a lot of other things. Right. I didn't have enough. Then everything's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're wrapped around, like, my, like, needs. It, it, mm -hmm. it seemed to, like, roll around all that. Right. Well, because when you're thinking about, you know, what... Okay, so they're legitimate expenses, right? Like, yep. you have braces, and you're yeah. worried about your AC, and I knew you wanted your pool resurfaced, oh. and whatever. So... You know those things and you accept them, but yep. where it probably starts getting negative is when you start thinking about the things that you're going to have to sacrifice to achieve those things. Yes? No? Yes. And right now, yeah, for sure. It's it's not necessarily sacrifice. It's like, I don't have an income stream right now. So for me, like, I start, like, 
going down a rabbit hole of like, oh my God, like now I need a job and there aren't any jobs and now I need this and I, there isn't that option and now I need, so that's kind of like, yeah, the like preparation is there, but like I'm okay. Financially, I'm okay. I have money in savings. I have a 401k. Like I'm okay. Like these things like bummer, but to like roll into this like, nothing's okay now Mm -hmm. is where I really saw this like take a step back like is this really the way I want to continue in my mind yeah it can be all-consuming and I feel like this is a topic like lots of times like I have these these thoughts we have these thoughts that like I'm not that special I'm not uniquely blessed with this like I'm the only one that's feeling this I guarantee that our viewer, that our viewers and listeners, I can guarantee that like we are alone here. Yeah. And the best part about scarcity to abundance, it's like a switch. It is not much because again, nothing physical has changed. Mm-hmm. All we're doing is like, why are we in that space? Acknowledging that that space is there and we can change it. Yep. Like how it's, it's flipping it. Yeah. Like now all of a sudden, like once I took that moment and I took that step back and kind of like, Hey Catherine, like this is showing up. Why I was able to sit back. And I, I just, I remember even being in the car with Addie at that moment where I felt very like, Oh, like the money pressure was coming, all that stuff. And I was, and I, and I realized what a, a big loop I was in. I remember sitting in the car with her and just being like, I have all the things I need to take care of you. Everything I have, I can do this. Like I have, it's, it was such a simple, like, no, my life is so blessed right now. Mm -hmm. And like, if, if this like scarcity continues, I'm going to miss out on all of this amazing stuff. I have literally sitting, how, how far apart are we right now? Two feet, a foot, a foot, a foot. Like I'm going to miss out on all this greatness that like a foot away from me because I'm sitting here like, lost in my mind Mm -hmm. for me what helps me kind of wrap my mind around that is when I'll have a conversation like this with someone else and they are complaining or venting or um, expressing you know their concerns about whatever that they don't have enough or they're missing this or whatever it's easy for me to break it down for them like you have this you have that look around at this so as soon as like and that's not something I don't think that I do as well for myself. But when I do have that conversation with someone else, then that does help ground me and bring me back to, okay, well, like, I also have all of those things. And, like, we're fine, too. And we've all not been fine. Oh. And we live to tell. Right. So even if all the things in the world come landing down, right? And all of a sudden, I don't have money to mm-hmm. pay this. We don't have dance money, whatever, right. all the things. So what? Like, we still have what's a foot away. Like, mm-hmm. we still have these things that are, like, the actual, like, why we need the fucking money in the right. first place. Right. I remember when we were at a really hard point in our marriage, our family, our life, And I took a piece of paper and I wrote, it was, I don't pray, so it wasn't like a prayer, but it was almost like, okay, I'm going to put this into the universe of like what I need 
and what would like make me feel like I can breathe. Kind of like manifesting it maybe? Yeah, kind of. And one of the things I wrote on the paper, this is gonna be so silly, but at the time it was not silly. I wrote that I wanted to be able to go to the grocery store and swipe my debit card without checking first. Oh. Girl. <laughs> like, but at that moment, that was like such a fucking yeah. pipe dream to me. Oh, we've all been there. We've to be like, able to just like yeah. put the shit that I need, not thinking about, do, can I get that or do I have to put that back? No, like the shit we need for the week and put it in my cart and fucking swipe the card and not have to think about it was like a dream come true to me. And then like, okay, well now I can do that. Thank God. But like, again, like sometimes I lose sight of that. And then I go on to thinking about the next thing that I can't do or wish I could do or whatever but writing that I actually still have the piece of paper I love that <laughs> I know but no that really that kind of like I don't know put it into perspective of like what was really important and at that time it was really important like feeding my family was the most important thing to me and that so that was like number one and that was like on my list of here's what we're gonna do and here's how we're gonna get there it was like acknowledging like you took that like yeah first little like wait mm -hmm. I have a lot to be grateful for. And at right. the time, like, that's what's so cool about our journey. Yeah. Like, we truly, like, evolve. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, we just forget that, like, that was our landing place when we needed it then. Now right. we get to, like, have another little landing place. Right. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I know. I kind of forgot about that little note till just now. Cute. But I do still have it. I found it when we moved. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so, like, I mean, a word, too, that, like, I feel like uh, evokes uh, words of controversy is um, romanticizing. Yes. Because I love it. I love the idea. And then, like, this is where the evocation starts. Mm -hmm. Evocation? Yeah. Is that, that a word? No. It is now. Yeah, whatever. Evocation. Evoca I think evocation is a word. I think. It sounds like something in college, like you would talk to that counselor or something. That's evocation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever evoked this. Vocabulary yeah. with Catherine and Elizabeth. <laughs> Seriously, you guys. There has been, like, honestly, for me not to be embarrassed in this moment and miss saying a word, I kid, I kid you not, I've clouded myself in shame with that. That's, like, a big thing that I've really worked through. Well, lucky for like, you, I love words. words. I, I know. But for me not to be embarrassed in this right. moment and to truly be like, yeah, Catherine, it's just yeah. people say words all wrong all the time. Wait, what was it? Evocation? Evocation. I don't really know. But uh, it's like a lot of growth for me. I'm Hashtag that right shit. Here. Yeah, right. Here Evocation. we are. We're growing. Growing so big. So. Okay, so like the, like, where I feel like the, uh, okay, let's, we'll, we'll just talk about, we'll talk yeah. about their. Romanticizing? Yeah, like, yeah. You want me to go first? Well, I kind of want to. Go. Because my idea is so simple. Yeah, mine's not so go. Yeah, like mine's so simple. Like the romanticizing for me looks like you have a hot cup of coffee. Like I've been so depressed in my life where like I could not see anything mm -hmm. good. So for me, the idea of romanticizing was so simple. It was like the first baby step I could take. It was this like, it, not everything is pitch black. Like I can find one little spark of light. So I remember being in this like mind, mind space of just like, what is one thing I can look at? That like, just give me one little thing. And I just remember thinking like, I like hot coffee. Like thinking like, here's, I like, so to me romanticizing triggers these like little teeny things of this like, 
delicate. I don't know sweet. if that's tiny though, because it was it, it was a baby step. Have you seen Elf? I Okay, so I they're feel sitting. Like I could be Buddy. They're sitting in, in the coffee life. shop, and he's like, "It's, it's the world's best, best coffee," and she's like, "Congratulations!" It's a crappy <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> well, like that's like a really good I example. Love, I love it. That could be my favorite character. <laughs> That could, you might be buddy. I could be a real life buddy. Okay, now let, let now so as we yeah, let's hear your your Oh, husband. so I don't know if like we actually use the word in our house correctly, but when we talk about romanticizing something, we talk about when like kind of like good old days conversation, right? Like remember when? Yeah. So like a big one for us is when we lived in New York. And so we talk about New York when people ask us, like, our faces fucking light up. And we're like, New York is the best city on earth. And you can do this. And you can eat that. And then you can go here. When in reality, like, when we were actually there, we were kind of fucking miserable. <laughs> like, I worked 80 hours a week. Uh, my husband traveled five to six days a week. Um, I had a nanny that I paid almost as much as I made just to, like, be able to keep going to work. Um, let's see, my rent was like 7,000 a month. Uh, there were cockroaches everywhere. Like, but we don't think about that. We think of like, it was so beautiful and sparkly and pretty. And it's like, you kind of, I don't know, we kind of like wipe away the bad. And that's how we like romanticize in our house. Like, so the romanticizing takes away some of the reality. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're thinking like, like, if you're just gonna break the word down, like romance is like the good parts, right? Mm -hmm. Like the beauty and the like warm and fuzzies, right? Mm -hmm. So like when we romanticize a conversation in our house, we only see the good shit. But if you're living in like, okay, I see that. Yeah. I feel like I'm like already jumping like, like what about this? What about this? And rather like <laughs> I acknowledge, like I hear that stress. Like I think there's a lot of really good like between the two ideas, like mm -hmm. they're, they are such a little, I mean, I'm not crazy different. I mean, There's yours was different. very like, um, like rudimentary and mine was very like grandiose, like, yeah. but it's the same like basic principle, I think. I feel like when I needed to romanticize, like when that space was like so clearly a necessity for mm -hmm. my like survival, um, it was okay to only see the good things. Yeah. It was okay to see the romance in my life mm -hmm. because nothing in my life felt good. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I, like it's so hard to explain depression to somebody that hasn't sat in depression. Mm, it is. Because yeah, the like creature we talked about that was one foot away from me in the car as I'm talking about this like, like spiraling into the scarcity mm -hmm. mindset. I couldn't even see the true value of that right. in that moment. So my romanticizing was this like, I have to find something. When in reality, you were sitting in a pretty new car with oh. your kid. Yeah. Your car had gas. It's insured. Yeah, it was a, that was a dark time. You were probably going somewhere freaking great yeah. with your kid. Yeah, I was. But yeah, I was. in I, that moment, oh, you can't so see that. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally... I think that needs to be another topic pretty soon is covering depression because I think there's a lot of that right now. There's a lot there. Yeah. So as we now roll back into the scarcity and the abundance ideas, mm -hmm. um, practices that have kind of helped shape that. Yeah. It's, it's 
for you? Um, well, another thing that you and I chatted about before we started recording was when I think about one of the things when you first said it to me, like, let's talk about this. Another thing I thought of was um, right now here, gyms are closed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and people that I know that haven't been at the gym in like 17 years, but yet maintain a membership are like, when is the gym going to open? I can't wait to go to the gym. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, well, that's great. I'm so happy for you. Let's go together. Um, but do you know you've been paying for it for 17 years and have never gone? I've never been. But now, but now that you can't have it, you have to have it. Right. So as soon as like you draw that hard line of you can't have something like you immediately want it. So like you could also relate that to dieting. So like if, if somebody tells me I can't have a cookie, bitch, I want a cookie. So I think by not drawing those hard lines in any aspect of your life, I don't just mean going to the gym or quarantine or dieting, just not drawing that hard line of um, putting everything into like a negative um, thought process or pattern, then I think you're a little less likely to have those like obsessive consuming thoughts. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. The minute you like take it, you want it. So if it's just always on the table all the time and you recognize that, then there isn't this like sense of urgency. So what's crazy too with like the gym thing mm-hmm. is there is so much readily available for those people to like so much. If, if this and that's the thing. I like this. this. Yes. But that's the thing is like it's such a simple switch of the train of thought. Right. Because all they need to do is Google workouts. Right. Go on a hike. Go see the sunrise. Go plant. Like go see the sunset. Like mm-hmm. go. Uh, like there's so many at-home workouts. It's bananas. Not, I mean, it doesn't have to be a workout. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said something about like I don't know, like moving or how can I move more. And I'm like, I walked my dog for 20 minutes. Oh, it was about energy. That's what it was. Somebody was asking yeah. about energy, and they were like, What can I take? I want to like B vitamin. I'm like, No, 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 no. Like start here. Every morning when you get up, walk for 20 minutes. Like that's it. So. I walk my dog because I have a dog, but I make sure I even like literally set my like watch yeah. for 20 minutes and I walk my dog every morning for 20 minutes and getting up and getting the sun and whatever, but I do that four times a day. That's 80 minutes of cardio, like, but it feels like nothing, right? Yeah. But again, like it's something so simple, but people are caught up on the idea of, well, I can't go to my spin class. Yes. I can't go yeah. to CrossFit. So that's it. It's a hard line in the sand for them. They can't see like any other options, even though in reality, like we live in the second fucking safest city in America. Like go walk around. <laughs> yeah. Like you have it right there. But they're just so stuck on the idea of what they can't have. They can't see what they do have. I think the hard line is a big, big part in this. Right. Because I think like you're exactly right. You can just kind of like take that away. Mm-hmm. Like what does that look like for you once that's removed? Right. Like as in like questioning our listeners, like what does that look like that, that, that thing now all of a sudden you take that hard line away? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Right. Is it this, could be applied to anything. Yeah. Is the scarcity still there? Is this like, it's this like, I, like it's like so bad or net or like this negative train of thought or does it roll into kind of like, a realistic train of like mm-hmm. thought, like the, oh, I can do this right. these days, great. Right. 
And we've all lived to tell the tale so far. It's very true. I guess one thing that's like my favorite part in life is, is I think about, you know, these things that have shaped me as we, as mm-hmm. we say with it, you know, calling you guys all to be firewalkers with us. Like all these stories and things and like experiences and my lens and like all these things, like I'm not dead yet. Like nope. I lived through them. That's right. Like the hard things teach us that we can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they suck. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. But like they're literally there to teach us that we can do these hard things. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my very favorite things about the firewalkers. And even the scariest things, like when I literally thought like I couldn't go buy groceries, like we were fine. Like maybe I was freaked out about groceries, but guess what? We just shit in the pantry. Like it was never really that bad. But in my mind, I was just caught up on like, oh, well, I can't buy that this week. But like we were fine. We just Like I couldn't see it in that moment. It didn't feel fine in that moment because I couldn't take that step back. I was just focused on I have this. I can't have this. Sometimes, too, it's how do you pull yourself out of that? So say a listener is stuck. Like, and, and, and it, kid you not, like, I've been there. Like, so many people are in this space. Mm-hmm. It's a hard time right now. Like, there's a lot of things going on that, I mean, honestly, I can't even wrap my mind around what individually you guys all have going on. It's so just unique to what the world is right now. Like, Everybody has something right now. Yeah. And so I just, that, the, that thought of. So what do you do? I know that you have some things that help you. So when you're struggling. So a, a big thing for me and for anybody that's been in my house, I have notes and rocks and pictures taped everywhere. Like I have a, right next to my mirrors, I have a hard time with like a little struggling with some body dysmorphia stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a mirror and li- like I can't see into my mirror without seeing mm-hmm. these words of just like you are enough, just enough. So there's things that I have to pull me out of these like pits. So I have um, for the scarcity, like uh, if we're talking about the, the hard lines, mm-hmm. I just have do the next right thing. That's probably my biggest um, to kind of pull me out of that is like, just do the next right thing. Because that takes the complication of all the things away. Mm-hmm. It's simply what would be the next right thing in the direction you'd want to go. Right. And then once you take that one step, you're literally like doing something successful in that moment. So then it's kind of easier to see the next thing that you need to do. So notes are big for me. I know. I actually saw the one on your um, bathroom mirror, but I liked the other day when I saw it, you had like revised and you had like all these. Oh, that's another one I too. love it. Yeah, I'm sitting there like I wrote myself. I wrote. It was so, like revised 729. And I lo- I did. So. <laughs> and I read it all. <laughs> yeah. So I journal a lot too. That mm-hmm. helps pull me out of like kind of a, a pit. Like I love to write and I write kind of silly things and cool things and I just write. I like to write. So I write these notes. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> but on one of them it was like, I am trying. 
Mm-hmm. And so, or I'm willing or something. Like, I think it was the word willing. I am willing to show up. I am willing to be there. All these words. Like, and I sat there looking at it one day. It was like maybe a week. I'd been on my, on my mirror for a week. And I grabbed a fucking marker. And I erased am and ink. I saw that. So it said, I will be there for my family. I will show up for myself. I will be there. So that language as I read it, as I am willing, it's like, oh, I am willing. Like, now what's the next thing? Right. I, and now, like, I see it. My call to action is I will. Mm-hmm. I can't. So things that, like, the way you you tell your mind to think, interpret, like, your lens is your reality. Yep. So, yeah, so that's a practice that I feel like that really helps kind of pull me out of that mindset and, and space that's kind of a little darker. I think that's super great and super helpful. I think yeah. I might have to do it. I don't I don't know that I have anything great like that. Like I have written, you know, like like I said, I don't want to call it like a prayer or whatever, but that things like that help me Especially like, like a gratitude journal or gratitude yeah, like maybe. a I write a lot of things in my phone. I'll grab like the notes app and I'll just make a quick whatever. And then I'll go back to it later and kind of reread it and it'll help me kind of like, okay, like that's fine. Like that's over. We're done. We can cross it off the list and I can like move on instead of like just dwelling on whatever the silly thing was. I do like to do lists. They make me happy. <laughs> I, I like to cross it. <laughs> so as you were seeing the text, like as you like kind of grab notes and mm-hmm. text, yeah. that brings me to, I mean, it's a little to the side, but same concept. I send myself texts. All the time. I think we've actually talked about it before. Like Kid you on not, here, I think. If there's one thing that like just try something new today, if you can just like just you what you do is you plug your phone number yes. into the message. So like who's this text to? Oh, it's to five 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 five, right? Yes. Okay, you put your number in there. Then you send something nice, something lovely that you would like to hear right now mm-hmm. and you type it up and you send it and the feeling you get when you and okay and it's this, like new message yes and this is not like okay so for me it's huge i have told so many people about it and the same response is like oh my god that was awesome yeah it is crazy just like if you do one thing today that's a little out of your comfort zone like i challenge you to just send yourself a text and just just see what it feels like. I love that. So what? So what? If you don't like it, you don't do it again. So what? It might change your life. Yeah. So what? Subscribe and share. Might change Hello. Your life right there. Oh, yes. Another plug. Share this plug, right? Boom. So what? Right there. Best things. <laughs> you love this shit. <laughs> you definitely love this shit. <laughs> I keep listening this long if you didn't. So. <laughs> Can't I mean, you to be fair. We'll to be, be fair. All right, so yeah, like, and I also, okay, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but I feel like this no. is going to definitely, you're going to pipe in right here. Okay. Meditation oh, has changed no. my life. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I kid you not, like, I want to have a whole episode where I just talk about the benefits of meditation and how they've showed up in my life, because I won't be on that episode. Okay, I'll just, fine. Elizabeth will be sitting there, like, she'll throwing, be, she'll, she'll be a guest co-host. She'll be throwing me, like, flipping me off and I like will. I'll stand behind the camera and I'll like yeah. flash you okay, and... but if <laughs> meditation is something that you have been contemplating or like maybe you're suggesting to yourself that I don't have time for this or whatever 
You do. And it is life-changing. And, and, and this is where I feel like I'm going to come in here mm. and say some stuff that's going to challenge this. But I can say it or I can keep it to myself. I know. I feel like this is the, this is the platform where you yeah. say it. Okay, so my two cents is like, you want to change your life, you fucking meditate. Okay, go. My two cents is, <laughs> that shit will stress me out, and I am just fucking fine the way I am. <laughs> I have enough stress. I don't need to stress about meditating. Oh, I love it. Uh, as I'm sitting here, like, before we pushed record, I was like, but Elizabeth, you don't understand. And I'm like, this you makes understand. it so you don't have more stress. She's like, fuck you. Like, like, I get stressed <laughs> thinking about it. And then I'm going to leave more stress because the whole time I'm going to be meditating. Okay. I'm going to so, think about all the shit I should be doing. Okay, so we're going to have a co-host in here. Yes, we are. For that one. And then we'll, we'll, I'm sure there'll be one that will be like, I'm, gonna, I'm not in for this. I'm not in for this episode, Elizabeth. I didn't guarantee that they're going to come up. Okay, so here, so... Um, all right, there we go. Yeah. Those, are, those are practices that I can think of just top of my head. and I'll do the texting. You're going to really do it? I will do the texting. Have you done it yet? This is your first time? Okay, if I text myself, it's usually just a reminder. Same. That's how it's... Okay, so that's, that's how I learned how to text like, myself. And then again, like for those that, that I, I do think I've actually said it in an episode before, but what happened is I was sitting in one, like a, in an addiction meeting, like a meeting, it was a sex addiction meeting I was sitting in, and it, somebody brought that up and I felt my mind like explode because at the time in my life, I was probably in the middle of the divorce, so alone, so scared, trying to like not be scared. Um, I hadn't established like healthy boundaries and trust within my own family. So my mom, dad, brothers, so they were all at a freaking 10,000 miles distance. Like, I wouldn't let them close to me, even if my life depended. I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you guys are not safe for me right now. So in that moment, I was so alone, so empty. Like, my little love cup, as we talked about, you know, yesterday, I mean, or last episode, mm -hmm. was so empty. So the minute I started sending me this love and acceptance of just, like, and to be honest, somebody could tell me they love me a million times and it's not going to have the same effect as of me telling me I love me. And so that, like, I felt like was so life-changing to me because in that moment, it really changed my life. I didn't have that connection to self. I didn't have that love yet. I, I, didn't, have a, I didn't have, like, a side love coming in. I mean, I had my kids, but they were in so much hurt and pain. Right. Like, and, and, like, that's not their job to, like fill their mom's love cup, but no, it's just not. It's not. And I had no companionship, so I didn't have that, like, partner where it's like, hey, like, my feet are taken out from underneath me. Like, I need you to kind of help support me for a minute. I didn't have that. Right. So that, like, that's where that texting just totally, like, I felt like, okay, there we go. We just shared a little side story of that. But that's, that's where the texting literally, like, saved my life. I mean, kind of. I mean, I wasn't scared for my life at that time, but I definitely needed that. Step in the right direction. Oh my gosh, absolutely. That's the coolest thing either. A little pipe, a little plug in for meetings right now. Like, I feel like there's so much shame and fear and, well, that's not for me. I'm not going to fit in to these meetings. I have met and heard the most badass people stand up and share their soul this whole show, like this whole idea for me is we're talking about how is this podcast and where mm -hmm. is it going to land. Sat there and was like, if 
I could even get one ounce of these meetings, one like sliver of like pureness of heart into a, like how can I share this with the world? Because now everyone's going to sit there and go to these meetings and see these like souls that think they're like, I mean, this is the most real you can actually get. And alive the heart, like, it's like begging one soul to come back to home. So like these meetings, like I just go to a meeting, like a lot of them, oh, they're so cool. They're so cool. And they get a lot of fucking bad rap. And it's not fair because the stuff that I've learned in these meetings, sitting there and being humble and being willing to like, I'm no fucking better than them. Not like neither are you. Nope. Like you're not. Like these are people willing to like face their shit. So, I mean, it's if you're struggling. Puts them with way right ahead now, of a lot of other people. Amen. But I mean, if if that's something where you feel like, oh my gosh, I could use some help, like please reach out via DM. Like I will freaking like personally like make sure you're in the right meeting, the right space, the right. I mean. This is super important to like take care of yourself, to stay safe, to be there. And and I feel like this like depth of scarcity and, and depression, and they do kind of roll in together. Mm-hmm. That this can be really dark and scary. And really like it depends on the depth. Like maybe someone's just like, oh, well, oh, whatever. This like top level of scarcity, like things have been really dark before. So, and, and I, again, I'm sharing my story. I don't know yours yet. Like I'm looking forward to hearing your stories of what shaped you. So maybe this is like our connector. Maybe this is your chance to come in and like let's shape each other. Like I need you as much as you need me. I love that. Yeah? I do. Great. Wow, here. Here we go. As long as I don't have to meditate. <laughs> what if what if one day what if one day we like like trick you <laughs> all of a sudden you show up there's a guru there's beads there's like sage burning there's like crystals all over what would you do well i would walk out <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh, I so i don't maybe i have to like wake up into it or something yeah, or like maybe show up out. in my bedroom yeah. at 5 a.m and then maybe you might have a captive audience <laughs> oh that's so awesome that's 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 all i got oh all right fam been awesome. Good episode seven. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we what? Like broke some kind of like don't quit record, yeah. right? Okay, and like to be fair, this last week I get episode seven. I get it. I get why that's hard. It's definitely like a turning point. Yeah, because I I regretted a lot. I sat there like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I've shared things like, what if I like what if I've said things that are gonna like impact my children negatively what if i'm sharing from wounds that aren't healed yet and i'm just like over like oh like all these things like what am i doing what am i doing like so much kind of fear and panic Mm -hmm. did that show up for you it did um actually well it was funny i texted my husband earlier when we were talking about it and i'm like did you listen to the last couple because i feel like there's some stuff in there that would probably be news to him a little bit like oh i didn't know that so i was like kind of like anxiously awaiting the feedback but then he listened to him today and he hasn't said anything so I guess we're okay (laughs) but yeah like when you said like you're gonna hear things that like you're never gonna forget and you're never gonna look at me the same like that applies all the way down the line like so I definitely had some like 
some anxiety and you know once it's on the internet it's forever right yeah can I say something about that like you'll never see me the same after that mm -hmm. I got the most lovely twist of ideas because I saw that as kind of a negative thing like you're oh, never gonna really? see me the same well and I positive but I kind of might might light a little post on Instagram that I felt was a little on the darker side like rather than seeing this like the true form of intimacy and I think every human is very scared of intimacy being like intimacy is like you see me for all of me and mm -hmm. you and you like still accept and love me so the fear of intimacy is real yeah to really like ask somebody to see all of you and still love you is big right so I feel like that is a big undertaking here for us on this podcast this is a very and, and, and as I saw that like as I said like oh this was a hard week mm -hmm. I came to this like realization that I'm asking people to see all of me and this is a big step for someone that has really been scared of intimacy right like I have great connection with friends and I have a really easy time being intimate with, with people that are not in a relationship with mm -hmm. me within this relationship yet people that I'll be in relationships with will hear this podcast like right and will still accept me so that should be liberating it very but it doesn't make it less fucking scary no it doesn't no you're right it but it, like that's where I did this like no this is still where I want to be like this is like there will be an episode eight yes and there will be I mean 17,000 yeah really though so I do feel like I get the episode seven fear. It's definitely like a like a make it or break it. It was real. Yeah, but here we are. So. Here we are. Here we are. Like it or not, eight's coming. Subscribe. Yes. We want the rate. We want the we want the rating. You guys are like are organic. Like you guys don't understand. Like well, you do understand because you're here showing up. We need you guys. We do like as much as you need us. We need you even more we do like so much like please share this like tag us on instagram if, if anything feels like and we're at the firewalker podcast on instagram yep share us like there's so many easy ways to share this podcast like just we really appreciate it and we know that like the information we've shared is life-changing it is it is it really is and and we really, really want you here with us. We, we do. need you. So you can email us. Mm-hmm. Right here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I always do this, and when it pulls up on the, I go my left to right. I need to go right to left. This is how oh, is they're going to read it. Yeah, okay. They're going to read it. So. Here it goes. Firewalkerpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. So for any of our YouTube viewers, it was done correctly that time. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. YouTube, find us on Spotify, Apple yes. Podcast. But seriously, if you could go rate us on Apple. Yeah. Fucking solid. <laughs> we love you. We from, do. From our hearts to yours. <laughs>